Amen. Uh, something so powerful with us that we can just go to and talk to and let God use them to minister. Amen. Uh, I want to just really quick talk about the power of a visionary. The power of a visionary. We look at Nehemiah and we see what Nehemiah did. But when I look back over 30 years ago, I see my pastor and I came from the desert and God was preparing Pastor Ruben to come to California. And God gave him a vision. God gave him a word. And while God was preparing me, he was preparing you and preparing everyone else to connect, to create a forest, to connect and create history, amen, to create world shakers. Can someone say amen? And history makers, amen. Uh, and so you, you see what God was doing back in 1992, 93, and we see Pastor come and, and begin to obey the call of God. He obeyed the call of God that was on his life, the mandate that got put in him, the words that got spoke in him. And then God began to move in him and he began to reach out and he began to love on people. He began to love those that nobody wanted in their churches no more, that no one wanted to talk to, that no one wanted to love no more. And God began to use him to create a a movement, a revival, a, 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 a something just powerful, amen. And, and I've seen it. We would go and people would just show up for the fights. Hello, someone would have come to church just to show up for the fights. Fights in the sanctuary, fights in the restrooms, fights in the parking lot. And, and, you know, I was part of it, praise the Lord. <laughs> and, and, and just to see, people would just come to see the fights, literally. Not even to hear a word, just to see the fight. Because it was all these crazy folks coming in and just getting saved. Come on, getting touched, getting delivered, getting restored, getting a vision, finding hope, finding purpose. And something began to happen. It started with just a little wall, a little section. And, and, and remember, Haramir was playing in the back and he fell through a hole. Come on. And believe it or not, I was, I was like 18, 19 years old. And we were running in circles around the church, yelling and screaming, I'm so glad Jesus set me free. Come on, just yelling and getting a hold of God as the man of God was just creating a forest because God put a seed, God put a vision in him and God started drawing men, God started drawing women and then the wall broke down and then all of a sudden it extended the wall. Come on somebody, on Vincent and Arrow, the walls got extended and all of a sudden God put it in his heart to, to you know, we, we need to move but since pastor was so busy, God said, I'll help you move because one Sunday morning, all the ceilings caved in. And all the chairs had to go outside, and we had, I think Weddle was there. Weddle was there, preached that day. Pastor Weddle from um, Oxford, he was preached that day. He preached on the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I never forgot it, on the Holy Ghost. I never forgot that message. <laughs> I was like, give me some, the Holy Ghost. I was like, whoo, Jesus, have mercy. <laughs> and then the witch doctor from the corner, remember that witch doctor from the corner came out. And he came out and saying, saying, the flesh is stronger than the spirit. They were putting chicken heads and cutting off chicken heads and throwing them in front of the church and blood and doing, doing the brujaria. They were doing all the crazy stuff, potions and all this crazy stuff. And, and he getting close to Pastor Ruben and I was right there. And he said, the flesh is strong in Spanish. The flesh is stronger than the spirit. And I told him, no, it's not. I was about to stab him. Right. <laughs> no, it's not. Pastor goes, you're proving his point. I'm like, oh. <laughs> And literally the next day, they threw him out. 
and we end up going in there and, and laying, taking over that place and putting oil all over the place. Come on, somebody, and God begin to move. God begin to do something, and he begin to grow and grow with the vision because the vision was bigger than him. The vision was bigger than us. It just began to create a forest. Trees begin to grow. Things begin to happen. Things begin to take off. Families begin to come. And all of a sudden, it ended up in, in a different, from there, from Ebenezer, and from Ebenezer, ended up uh, uh, to, to West Coast Theater, from West Coast Theater, ended up in Bowen Park, and, and Bowen Park, God spoke to him, he said, hey, you're going to go to, I mean, Pastor Stahl, you're going to go to uh, um, Buena Park. And I remember that day, he says, you know, you, you want to go? I said, yes, I'll go with you, me and my wife. And we end up going to Buena Park. And he got to Buena Park, and God began to do a great work in Buena Park. Come on, somebody. There was something happening. Something was taking place. See, the power of a visionary will change history. The power of a visionary will make history. Amen. 1993 never looked the same. Things begin to happen. At the same time, God began to add, add men, powerful men, powerful families, powerful women. God began to create something. God began to move. There was a, a, a fire in him, and he said, we want to start something fresh, and he ended up creating Living Word in 2004. Come on, somebody. He said, we're going to do something new, something fresh. The power of a visionary. Seeing the future, seeing what God had. Even that, there's a video that I wanted to show and I couldn't get it downloaded. It's a video where he was in West Coast Theater, Pastor. You're sitting there, it was the first conference right there in West Coast Theater. And he says, one day we're going to have churches. One day we're going to plant churches all over California, all over in different places. And he's going and going and one day we're going to do this and do it. And you can see it now because why? Because one seed made a forest. Come on, give the Lord a great clap offering, amen. You are that forest. There's a beginning to what God did. We look at Nehemiah and we see Nehemiah in chapter 4. And Nehemiah says, so, but it is so happened when Sabbath heard that we were rebuilding the wall. That he was furious and very indiligent and mocked the Jews. And he spoke before the brethren and the arms of Samaria. And he said, what are these feeble Jews doing? Will they fortify themselves? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they complete it in a day? Will they revive the stones from the heap of rubbish? Stones that are burned? I, I want you to see something. They, you know that stones now that are rubbish are more valuable the new stones, stones that are being used for historical sites or to do a building, those that have been burned or damaged or went through something are valuable. And God began to put it in the man of God, a heart for the rubbish. Come on, for the recycle. Come on, somebody. Amen. I don't know about you, but I got recycled. God was rubbish, and God washed up, and God began to use it. And Pastor said, I'll use this brick. I'll use this brick. I'll use this to build God's kingdom. God said, I'll use you to build God's kingdom. I'll use your life. I'll use what you've been through. Your hurt, your pain, your hurt. God said, I'll use you to rebuild. I'm here to tell you today, you're a part of of a movement and a part of something that will use the broken, the hurting that nobody wants. I hate to tell you today, you're in the right place. Tell you never, you're in the right place. That rubbish rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem. And they started getting 
jealous and they started tripping like, oh my God, they're doing it. Whoever thought that God will use the dope fiend to preach. God will use a crackhead to preach. God will use a gang member to preach. Come on, somebody. God will use someone lost and hurting. They can't read. They can't write. Don't know what left or right is. For the kingdom of God. That's what I'm telling you. God will use the whosoever. Come on, somebody. I'm here to tell you. God wants to use you to make a difference. The, the vision is not over. The vision is not complete. It's still growing. Someone say it's growing. It's evolving. It's taking root. Amen. More and more forests are being coming up. More trees. We look at all the different pastors that are here, all the different parts from the from LA, from the high desert, from the uh, from LA, amen, uh, all the way from different areas, amen. That's what I'm telling you, from north, south, and east, uh, from the central, from all over. That is the power of God. There is a power that is moving within us. It's a forest that's coming up. I'm telling you, one seed, one seed, one seed created a forest. God is stirring some of you up. Some of you, God is stirring you up to obey the call of God. Some of you, God is saying, son, daughter, I want to use you to take a city. Come on, I want to use you to make a difference. I want to use you to reach, teach, mend, and Santa. I want to use you. You might say, well, I don't know how to read. and I don't know how to write. I was just in prison my whole life. I don't know how to talk. Welcome to the rubbish club. Come on, somebody. Welcome to the wall. Welcome to the forest. Amen. God wants to use you to make a difference. Pastor did not sacrifice his life to not to plant churches. He has a heart to take cities, to take the nation. Come on, somebody, to take the different states. He has a heart and a passion and the vision. Amen. So the power of a vision is it doesn't stop when things get hard. It doesn't quit when it gets a stop sign. It doesn't quit when it hits a detour. It doesn't quit when things don't go right. A visionary says, we're going to go over this. We're going to pass this. We're going to go the other side. We're going to hit it here. We're going to hit it there. And then we're going to take it here. And all of a sudden, you see them land in La Mirada. Come on, somebody. Doing the work of God. God has connected each one of you to fortify God connected each one of you to make a difference. Value not only the man of God, but value the call of God in your life. Value that call of God in your life. I want us all to stand tonight. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to do two things. First, every head bowed, every eye closed. And I want you just to hear God's voice in your life. You're hearing God's voice saying, I want to be used. I want to obey the call of God. I want to take a city. I want to do something for God. You're hearing that voice. You're saying, I want to reach, teach, man, then send. My pastor is putting it on you. Your pastor is putting it on you. Our pastor is putting it on us. And there's a stirring inside you. You might be saying, Pastor, well, I don't know how to do this. I don't, it, this it doesn't, you're never going to know how to do everything. But if you stay connected to the ministry connected to your pastor, he will impart and push things in you and he will begin to groom you and prepare you to take that city. You're greater than you expect. They never thought that the walls would be rebuilt with the rubbish. 
But that rubbish, oh my God, came all the way up. It closed the gaps. It closed holes. It closed everything. And there was a fortified city. Because he looked down and said, I want to use this. I thank God that he looked down and said, Edgy, I want to use you. I want to use you. I thank God.